they were on the cusp of this uh, definite greatness, they recorded uh, as Jilt, and this is one that they made then, it, and it's called, suitably enough, uh, Retrospect. <laughs>
We can hear on those two tracks that their sound was definitely uh, improving. It was becoming crunchier. Am I being too technical for you? Uh, and a marvellous rhythm section uh, with Nia and Tim uh, there laying it all down. And the two uh, guitarists. Um, I, th- I might have said earlier that Nia played guitar. I meant bass guitar. The two guitarists, Sarah and Alex, uh, working extremely well together. And mighty, mighty fine songwriting. And a really fine rocky pop sensibility that was developing it was absolutely wonderful they each brought something to the party and the party was much better than the individuals but unfortunately one of the individuals near became quite ill and they returned to milford and sadly she passed away of leukemia barely out of her teens it was uh, such a tragedy such a tragedy and understandably that um, the band broke up after that and after a few years um, the various members of the band did start playing again Um, the two chaps uh, Tim and Alex uh, got together uh, and played in a band called Persona B Um, we can understand how that band was named I'm sure Uh, and Tim still plays regularly around the county uh, with the collective and he has continued as well to contribute as of both of them to Sarah's various projects and later on in the noughties um, Sarah decided to start making music again I suppose she'd gone through a very difficult and cathartic experience and she teamed up Uh, with a chap called Richard Llewellyn who himself was already well known in uh, West Wales having played with Welsh language bands Cartoon and Dom over the years some of you may remember them they were cracking bands very melodic very harmonious but with a a touch of dissonance about them which maybe Sarah was looking for um, after Jill I don't know anyway uh, they performed together as Half Light for uh, for several years, um, either as a duo or with people like Emma Bryden on uh, violin and cello uh, or augmenting them. And the sound was very different, as one would expect, uh, from that of Jilt. And this is a, this is a track they made as Half-Light in 2007, and it's called My Disguise. It's my disguise, these words I've learned to say.
Now, isn't that great? You can see how uh, Sarah uh, was developing her style uh, as she moved through the noughties there with that particular song. And often, uh, she's a great performer, uh, puts everything into her work uh, and shows, of course, a great uh, uh, sensibility. I know you'll appreciate that. She's often underrated uh, as a, a person who puts her wit into her lyrics as well, not fully appreciated, I don't think. I liked, in that particular song, I was listening again, it, it brought back a lot of memories for me. Uh, certainly in this line, my teeth are perfect, but they fall out when I dream. <laughs> that's that's lovely. Anyway, they, they carried on for a bit, Richard and Sarah performing together. Richard uh, producing, and he's a multi-talented multi-instrumentalist. After uh, working with Dom and Cartoon um, all that time ago, he did go on and um, work with Julie Murphy, another a Welsh uh, singer-songwriter of great acclaim. So him and Sarah were working closely together and her songwriting further developed and the numbers became ever more, uh, I suppose, better produced, maybe, but without using that, uh, without losing that raw emotional edge. And at some point, Half Light became Paper Aeroplanes. I'm not quite sure why uh, of the change of name, uh, although I prefer Paper Aeroplanes to uh, Half Light. I suppose, for me, um, they re reached their zenith, their apogee, with a uh, CD called Little Letters. And I'm going to play now the title track from that CD, which of course is Little Letters Itself. Cheers. 
Little letters there by uh, paper aeroplanes and shout when it's over, Sarah said. Well, it's not quite over yet, but we're going to look at the latest stage of her career after paper aeroplanes broke up and she went solo, finally, as bride, spelled with a Y. <laughs> Always those interesting spellings and changing group names. Uh, that's for later on the programme. But meanwhile, coming up next year on the BB Scone Show, which I hope you're enjoying... On Pure West Radio, we've got the uh, next session from Fiddlebox and Nick Swan. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day, Pure West Radio. 24 Carat Hire Services are based in West Wales and provide marquee hire, outdoor stage, wedding marquees, mobile bar, sound and lighting. We've won the Welsh National Wedding Awards category of Best Outside Wedding Company in Wales in 2015 and 2016, voted by our happy brides and grooms. Our professional and friendly crew will work closely with you to ensure everything runs smoothly. Get your free quote today by calling us on 01239 711 or visit www.24caratpromotions.co.uk Hi, this is Dave Pearce. Make sure you join me this weekend for Dance Anthems. Get your anthem on. Hashtag Dave Pearce Anthems. Dave Pearce Dance Anthems in association with Eddie Rocks. West Wales' number one nightclub open seven days a week from 12pm with UK pool and nine ball pool. Club nights are Wednesday, Friday and Saturday. Check out the latest events and book tickets online at www.eddies.co or call the nightclub on 01437 779595. VIP reservations are also available. Eddie Rocks, West Wales' number one nightclub. Dave Salter's Blinds offers a wide range of blinds for every room in your home or office. See our extensive range of vertical and roller blinds made on the premises to find just what you've been looking for. Right now, buy five sets of vertical or roller blinds and get the sixth one free. A professional and friendly service awaits you. So visit our showroom today at Unit 1 Withybush Trading Estate or visit saltersblinds.co.uk. Top quality blinds at factory prices. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio.
Okay, uh, the third song by my guests uh, in the studio today, Fiddlebox and Nick Swannell. Um, well, not song, sorry. The third tune, I suppose. You, although you did say earlier that the violin acted as a, uh, a voice in this particular work. This astonishing piece of work from you three. Um, who's going to tell me about that particular track? This is a beautiful tune I was taught by a renowned klezmer musician, Christian Dawid. Um, which he taught it by ear a year or so ago and it was one I really wanted to bring into this album and for me it has a lot of resonance with um, some of the Eastern European cities after they were, you know, after say the Second World War like how Prague was left or maybe Kosovo after the Bosnian War so I'm thinking of a city that's been devastated by warfare um, and we also had the idea of some of the dystopian cities that you see maybe in Blade Runner. So we're trying to evoke a lot of imagery there in the music and trying to make a cinematic piece that hopefully the listener starts to add all these different sounds, um, visual landscapes in their mind. Uh, that's a word I was going to use myself, cinematic, because Nick, you're an award-winning filmmaker, aren't you? Very kind of you to mention that. Yes. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> he what's, the award. what's the award you won recently? Remind my... Um, the most recent one is um, Best Editing for a short film called Take Me Back. That's right. Um, and that was at the London Independent Film Awards. Um, but we also won Best British Drama for our previous one, which was called Dancing Alone. Great stuff. So that'll be on your website, the Studio 49 website. We'll talk about your website for Fiddlebox and Co in a minute. But uh, taking up the point that Helen just made about the cinematic quality and so on and so forth, is that something you tried to bring into this particular work when you were working with the two of them? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as I said, we, we did a lot of talking while we were recording this one. Um, and um, we were very much trying to evoke visual oh do you want to <laughs> you're right there yeah you're trying to evoke we are very much trying to um evoke images in the listener's mind um obviously all the best music does that but here when you don't have any lyrics um it's down to the music to to take you somewhere um and this one particularly obviously is quite blade runnery um in terms of the sounds we've chosen and um the way it builds uh yeah but the same applies to the whole record really but what interests me is you, you said about artificial intelligence and robots have feelings. George, you mentioned that earlier. The inhumanity shown by the Axis powers in the Eastern European cities is awful and that the robots could be some more, somehow, this is paradoxical, more humane than humans. Well, this is, of course, <laughs> that's a, that's a good, good question. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I suppose it depends whether they're working independently or not which is a whole another question uh, yeah, because yeah. otherwise they're they're just a product of, of how they were built but I mean coming back to the, I'll give you a concrete example actually because uh, during this uh, bring it right back to that track which we just listened to uh, there are digital synthesizers and everyone knows you can get great digital synthesizers as plugins on on uh, computers and they give you every sound you could ever want and uh, people like artists like if you listen to orchestral maneuvers in the dark new album they yeah. don't use any analog synthesizers or architecture on it at all it's all digital computerized synths and their argument is 
you can't tell the difference and um, it's all about what tune you play and, and, and then the noise you select. And, and that's a, a solid argument and I love orchestral manoeuvres in the dark, but we uh, have a load of, we have a load of punchy old synths and, and they go wrong and they do things you don't expect and you end up creating sounds that you didn't try to create and like Nick said we're doing loads of talking in the studio and on that particular track you can hear as the filter sweeps come in it's going kind of and it suddenly starts going and that is one of our archaic synthesizers uh, um, uh, Nick's got a Korg Delta and it goes a bit crunchy and wrong sometimes and we, we <laughs> and it just sounded so in keeping with the with the with the the track like distant explosions or something or something that was in your in our heads already and and so the machine gave us that you know not not us they found sounds essentially but also how does that sit alongside the notion that a machine can have demonstrate technique if it's not glitchy but it hasn't got a feel only a human can give that feel you know, well, is, that's, is, is, that's is, the question, isn't it? Maybe machines do have the ability yeah, to have well, aesthetic. Those, yeah. yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. increasingly, you know, some of the most sophisticated artificial te- intelligence is now moving into artificial empathy, which actually is the title of one of the tracks, um, and the possibility for aesthetic appreciation from machinery. I think we have to accept. Mind you, maybe I'd like rather a machine with artificial empathy than President Trump running the most powerful nation. We won't go into politics. Let's talk about, let's talk about the next tune we're going to hear, uh, which is uh, The Half Moon, I think. Yes. OK, this is actually a track which is written for the album. I wrote it um, because I just moved to a pub called The Half Moon. Um, uh. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's all about different um, periods of time, this. I was thinking about the people in the 18th century being in the pub and the kind of echoes of that life as in, I'm in my house. And then I was thinking about the landscape around me and the really, really old mountains which were laid down in the Devonian period. And there's a section in this that I've we all tried to get back into a kind of prehistoric jungly feel, didn't we? They're very primitive plants. And then somehow you're moving through, you're following the melody, and you start hearing little creatures, like very early sorts of dinosaurs. Or I'm imagining them having little webbed wings and just... <laughs> they're kind of <laughs> they're squeaking. Squeaky noises, they're making yeah. squeaky noises. They're quite small. So the listener should should be aware of that, really, that it gets quite animated. I was animated. always crawling, like low down. Through the, yeah, yeah through the melody, you hear yeah. That, that first thump, mm. big... Oh, and we had um, a, a bit on the um, mixing desk that said sound, dinosaurs' feet, didn't we? Because we made... <laughs> dino feet. Dino feet. We made a sound which was like... I want to hear those dinosaurs hum. Well, there's that, yeah. there's that moment in Jurassic Park where they look at each other and everything vibrates, isn't there? I've and never seen that. The, the glass of water this, wobbles. The, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, all, yeah, that's right. It's that, wow. it's that, like, ooh, what was that? That's bigger and more horrible than I imagined. We have that in this track. Oh, my God. 
Okay, that was a be- the beautiful Half Moon. Uh, what's the pub like? Is it still a pub, Helen? No anymore, but no. you can have a pint if you come. <laughs> well, I'll be driving. I'll, I might end up in the Devonian mud. Uh, what's, what's happening at the end of that track, Mick? Um, the, the staccato bit of melody at the end, which is uh, we affectionately refer to as the chopper, um, is actually the fiddle playing the melody and then um, delightfully mangled by various electronic means uh, mainly a, um, a gate that, that um, cuts on and off very quickly in, in tempo with the track to give you that, that staccato sound and I think it's also quite heavily distorted it certainly sounds pretty distorted so yeah we just did everything we could to make it sound not like a fiddle the gate that you went through was the you that went through it uh, Artie Lang knots. I thought that might have some relevance to artificial intelligence. Uh, I think you were talking about a noise gate, though, were you? Uh, yes. Yeah, for my uh, less uh, erudite, technologically uh, listeners, and me too. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about, and I've lost a complete thread. This whole album, uh, talking about thread, is threaded together by a number of seeks. That's intentional as well, isn't it? Or segues. Yes, so so if you listen to the CD continuously, it's a continuous soundscape in the same way as some might be familiar, some Pink Floyd albums, uh, Oxygen from, from Jean-Michel Jarre does it. Um, older albums tended to do it in two chops because you had the, uh, you had the time when you had to turn over the vinyl. But, ah, but, yeah, but ours yeah. goes, goes all the way through. I don't think there's a silent changeover no, there isn't. In, the, in the whole album. So even the lis- your listeners today will have heard some things where the, the first sound they hear in a track is the last sound they heard in another track. Uh, that's certainly true, considering my editing, editing skills are nowhere as good as Nick's. Um, Let's uh, some prosaic information for my listeners now. Um, where can they get hold of this fabulous music? Fiddlebox.net, World Wide Web, Fiddlebox.net. Okay. And um, but also yeah, that's where you buy a CD. Uh, though you can buy them from other places as well. We get more money if you buy it from us. <laughs> and. Uh, you can listen to it on iTunes and Spotify and Amazon and all those things but we were just talking about if you listen on Spotify for example or if I listen on Spotify there's a little gap in between each track which is slightly annoying and I thought blimey have they done it wrong and I listened to Oxygen on Spotify just to check but there's a little gap for Jean-Michel Jarre as well so you're in good company there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I expect Jean-Michel Jarre is as annoyed as I am. So buy, buy the CD for the full experience. Yes. Yeah. Immerse yourself. You should, have, you should have had a gap of 4 minutes 33 seconds. And you said it was a cover of John Cage's uh, tune. Uh, it's a shortened version. Ah, right. Okay, copyright protected. The remix. Uh, now, I, I, I know you played this live at Cuffin uh, a while ago. I couldn't make it unfortunately um, but somebody a little bird told me that um, you surprised the old folkies there <laughs> with what you were doing any plans to tour this yes um, we're hoping to do some live performances this year um, there's been a delay because I've been having cancer treatment um, but hopefully 
watch this space in the next few months we will be doing some live shows yeah we've got a um it will be on the website and also we have a facebook presence so if you're someone who who gets facebook alerts it might be easier to go to um fiddlebox on facebook i think if you search facebook you'll find us um and and you'll you'll get uh, tour dates when they come out but we we definitely um will be doing some dates hopefully uh, in the next months rather than longer well you'll have to let me know and so i can publicize it my gig guides uh, as well um will you be touring with them nick as well well, I do hope oh, so. Yeah, yeah. I'd be yeah. very sad if they went out without. <laughs> we couldn't do it without Nick. So <laughs> no, we couldn't do it without Nick. <laughs> totally it's impossible. A, a and, and, and obviously, because of the nature of the content, actually, the the live show we did at Cuffin is 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 different to the to the recorded album. We do do a different, the same thing, but different live. Yeah, but I imagine that every gig is probably going to be quite different from the other, isn't it? Yes. They're all, they're all going to be, um, you know, unique uh, audiovisual extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> and slightly interactive as well, because we brought in members of the audience and got them to make sounds. Oh, yeah. So there is that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can be part of the music if you come to the performance. Oh, right. <laughs> you obviously had a lot of fun making this, the record, although it deals with, of course, very serious subjects that are very germane uh, to the contemporary era. Well, though, though the fiddle and accordion sounds on the album are often mistaken for synth sounds, mm. um, the electric fiddle even more so in a way, um, when we're playing live, Helen can sound like almost anything. Do you, do you think anyone's ever done anything like this before? We hope <laughs> not. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, it, 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 I can imagine you mentioned the cinematic quality we have a few times. You imagine the soundtrack to some uh, dystopian movie as well. That's some fun ones, the, the Half Moon one as well. <laughs> Thanks very much for coming in. But be before we go, uh, we're going to hear the Sea of Serenity now. Just tell us a bit about that. Okay, the, um, the tune for this is one of my all-time favourite tunes and it's a um, 15th century tune from um, medieval Spain uh, from the Sephardic Jews before they were thrown out of Spain um, and the tune itself is called La Serena and we just put a lot of wind turbine on this so you see those wind turbines out on the hills people have mixed feelings about them but the sound they make is actually really beautiful it's got a very slow pulsing beat to it and you get a lot of of that on this track we're going to hear it in a minute because that's the introduction isn't it to the yes to, exactly to uh, you start with quite a lot of just that beautiful white sound white noise sound what do you think they're thinking about the winter the winter they're talking to each other aren't they <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
What a great session, eh? From Fiddlebox and Nick Swannell. Amazing music. I thoroughly recommend you buy the CD. I've not seen them live myself yet. I must go and see them. Because as I say, the, 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 each show will be probably different and there'll be some interactive audience participation involved. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, now, coming up next, uh, we're going to complete the Sarah Howells story by bringing it right up to date. It's not the end of her career, of course, but play something of her latest CD, which is recorded as Bride. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio. When you're up there, above the clouds, soaring at 122 miles per hour, it doesn't feel like you're falling. It feels like you're flying. It feels like the sky's the limit. The Skydive Centre has now officially launched at Haverford West Airport. No one else can film your skydive in 360 degrees, so you can relive the experience again and again in virtual reality. So take the ultimate plunge and visit Air Adventures Wales at theskydivecentre.com now. Have you lost your cat? Uh Uh-oh, steady kitty. Has your neighbour's much-loved dog gone missing? Uh Uh-oh, oh oh no. (laughs) Well, don't worry, we're here to help. The Pet Finder on Pure West Radio features lost and found animals across Pembrokeshire every week at 9.30am and 5.30pm. If you have an animal to get featured, email the details to studio at purewestradio.com. (laughs) Okay. The Pet Finder on Pure West Radio. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. Pure West Radio. Oh, 
That is the latest To Be Brave from Bride, uh, with Sarah Howells. The latest CD release just come out uh, at the end of last year called Like an Island, and that's the first track on it, To Be Brave. In a neat bit of circularity, I read out what little phrase that they'd written on their first ever CD, Epic. And she's got a little phrase here. On this CD, it's not going to be her last ever CD, I'm sure. I'm sure she's got more great music in her, but uh, Sarah's written, Underneath the chaos, there's a calm, steady heartbeat. What more can you say, other than check her out at bridemusic.com. And looking at her music there, in those five tracks that I've played, you can see that she's come a long way, yet in the same way, she stayed remarkably true to the original uh, idea that she had when she was a teenager there in Milford Haven School. Beautiful music by a beautiful person. Please check it out. And talking about beautiful people, <laughs> next week my guests will be Sita Thomas and Phoebe Hosborn uh, of the National Theatre Wales talking about their new project they are undertaking involving narration and music here in Pembrokeshire. Me, a beautiful person, I'm a child of the 60s. I've still got my... Uh, 
Tibetan bells that I clang gently before I go to sleep. And there's no wrong with that. Okay, I'm going to leave you with a track by Newport's Dogie Band now. Another weirdly named band. Uh, I know what Dogie means. And if you know what Dogie means, you can win a couple of CDs. Just email me, studio at purewestradio.com, with the meaning of Dogie, D-H-O-G-I. The Dogie band have been going for 50 years. They still have two original members. I should do a retrospective on them. I'm going to leave you now with the lead track of their last album. The album was called Dogies at 50, and this is Daniel James. Thanks for listening, and... Good night.
For competitions and local news, follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Pure West Radio.